you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Get in here. It's Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live. And I'm going to say something that we're at NFL Films yep. today. Yes. It's Friday, January 5th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, the normal characters at the table. A uh, little special circumstance that we're down here exploring the space. Uh, but it's still GMFB. Mm-hmm. And it's still the day before the regular season oh, yeah. wraps. Mm-hmm. How is that making everybody feel? I'm excited. Uh, this morning I got to carpool on my way to work with one Peter Schrager. Mm. Oh, cute. You guys did that? Yes, we got to talk in the car. We were listening to some music. You guys talked? Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. We, had, we talked about you guys. Did you guys oh. spoon? Like, oh, it's just it's incredible. <laughs> Whatever, what a okay, cool I'm thing you did. Skip on your I'm way in. I'm not kidding. It's 5.30 a.m. Yeah. We're in you know, Mount Laurel, New Jersey, yeah. and we're cranking Nas and Lauren Hill, if I rule the world. Uh, and, and it's just us going through, the, and it, it felt natural. I loved it. It was great. Jason's world. I was living in Jason's shoes I didn't know. for a minute. It it's was very great. cool. I went to a Wawa at 6 a.m. Sure. It was so South Jersey, Philadelphia. I got the coffee. Brian Dawkins gave it to me. He's working there. <laughs> Alan Iverson was there. Yeah. Colleen Wolf was there. Kevin Hart was there. He had some takes on what Kat's been saying about him. It was a crazy one. But it, it, Mount Laurel, a wonderful place. As I always say, the gateway to Trenton. A beautiful <laughs> place. Beautiful. Well, the, I'm going to have the double Wawa experience today. I hit it at 6 a.m. Okay. I'm going to hit it. Or 5 a.m. Okay. I'm going to hit it again at 11 a.m. Oh, wow. yeah. nice. What's up? Good morning, everybody. We're having a thrill of a show today for the next couple of hours. Ian Rappaport joining us first uh, off the bat. There is news that we must attend to this morning as we head into the finality of the 2023 regular season. That's right. Of course, the news revolves around the quarterback position, as it really has for, I don't know, most of the season, but also this specific quarterback for most of the last month. Trevor Lawrence still uncertain about whether or not he's going to be able to get on the field for the Jaguars in the game they need to have, essentially, to get to the playoffs. He's dealing with a right shoulder sprain. Obviously, missed last week, has been a limited participant the last two days, and yesterday, he threw, and it sounds like, from my understanding, he threw fine. It wasn't obviously 100% Trevor Lawrence. He's not going to be 100% if he is able to play, but at least he is pushing to play. If he cannot go, C.J. Beathard is their backup quarterback. Obviously started last week, did fine. Meanwhile, I would say a little more optimistic situation for Baker Mayfield. He is dealing with bruised ribs. He also was a limited participant yesterday. He threw, and according to offensive coordinator Dave Canales, he did an entire third down period, and he really ripped it. I would say there's some optimism, very strong optimism, that Baker Mayfield will be out on the field for the Bucks. We also had some player transaction news yesterday. The Ravens added a player to their practice squad, which usually wouldn't be a headline, but it is Dalvin Cook who is going to sign with the Ravens practice squad. Obviously, mutually parted ways with the Jets this year. Did not go anything like anyone had hoped. Took about a month or so to get into shape. Ended up averaging about three yards per carry. Was inactive the final game. 
then cleared waivers yesterday. Now we'll sign with the Ravens practice squad to see if he can somehow beat out Melvin Gordon for the third running back job and get there on the field to contribute to the playoffs. Very curious. Not a far commute for Dalvin. Uh, same representation as Zay Flowers uh, between Dalvin Cook and Zay Flowers. So now they're both in Baltimore. Ian, thank you so much. Talk to you in a little bit. It's a make-or-break weekend for many teams around the league. Imagine there's this ba- goodie basket of playoff spots. Okay. For grabs. There's five left. You guys have to reach in. What's that one thing that you're keeping an eye on as we put the clothes on Week 18? I'm, I'm turning on Week 18, and I'm watching games. The only thing I'm looking forward to is controlled fury. <laughs> is it? I want to see exactly what controlled fury Come on, is. ma'am. We heard Dan Campbell after everything that went down for the Detroit Lions. We know the two-point conversion, the whole play, Decker reporting, not reporting. I'm not here to argue what was right, what was wrong. I just want to see how this Detroit Lions team response. Listen to Dan Campbell throughout the week. He said that. Controlled fury. Then he said pure octane. I want to see what that looks like on the field. When you hear the words and the things that Dan Campbell says, you want to see how it transfers to the team. The way they come out. Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs. He looks like pure octane when he has the ball in his hands. So everything that they went through last week, we said it. At some point you have to close the door, close the window, and move on to the next chapter. The next chapter is the Minnesota Vikings. For them, they already know. They're in the playoffs. They can change a few things if things go their way. But regardless of that, after a game like that as a player, you want to get out there on the field and dominate and that's your way of saying forget the rules forget everything that happened we are still that team Kyle you said it last week you want to see wrath with this team we talked about that word that you gave them Jamie I want to see the Detroit Lions go out there and just kill the Minnesota Vikings as a response (laughs) of everything that happened last week synonyms.com is a beautiful thing okay you go from fury to wrath yeah we're looking for I mean look the wrath that I want to see if there's going to be it from the Lions I want Lions Cowboys in the playoffs like we we got to wait a little bit we know they're getting in but we got to see how the the ball bounces I'm looking to South Beach I'm looking at Miami Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Bills Dolphins this is a star game we got star Stars on stars on stars in this game, and this is why you have those stars. This is why you draft them, why you sign them. Uh, old man Vic Fangio, who we all love affectionately, yeah. he got in front of the mic yesterday and was just just going off on Josh Allen. He says he's like John Elway on steroids, which is something that we don't really say anymore. And he Vic was, coached in the 80s. He saw those. I know, for real. Like, I'm sure he saw it up close. Players on steroids or Elway? He said he's on John Elway on steroids. He's like, no, I don't really mean he's on steroids. And then he also doubled back and said, He's a dude, which I feel like is a little more contemporary yeah. Vic Fangio. Josh Allen is going to be Josh Allen. Anybody who talked to you about this game just says he destroys the Dolphins. He does it in Buffalo. He does it here. I just want to remind everybody that the Dolphins have some dudes too. And I think it's a perfect that we are sitting here in, in Mount Laurel and NFL Films because when we first started working with Jason McCourty, we were so eager because Jason had been with the yeah. Dolphins and Jason had played with Tua. And before Tua's stock was as high as it is now, Jason would come on this show and be like, I'm telling you, Tua's really good. And we'd be like, we like him, but like, is he really good? And Jason was sitting there on this set being like, Tua's really good. Then we spent the entire offseason saying, if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy. Here we are, week 18. He's healthy, he's ready, he's home. And I don't think he's just going to sit there and let Josh Allen come in here and be John Elway on steroids or a dude or anything. The Dolphins stars show up this week. That's your guy, right, Tua? Oh, I love Tua. You said it. It was an audition show. We were in June or July, whatever month it was. We were in this set right here. And you said to me, Tua. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm telling you, he can be that and guy. here he is. He has been. And look at where that audition show got you yeah. on this set on this Friday before week 18 of the following season. I go to the counterpoint in that game, the Buffalo Bills. 
still can't quite put my finger on what the Bills are doing. Like, what's the identity? Where are we? What are they relying on? Is it the run game? Because James Cook has looked great at times. Is it like the Josh Allen get out and scamper and find your guys down the field? Is it this defense that's like finally finding their footing after just a myriad of injuries and not being able to quite put two, three, four games together? The expectation for the Bills always high. I feel like it really hit a peak in early December, and it's been an interesting go because they are still a second team expected when you look at the, the teams to reach the Super Bowl in the AFC behind the Ravens. It's the Bills mm-hmm. in terms of the betting market. So mm-hmm. how you can consider that, yet this is still a team that if they lose to the Dolphins and things fall a certain mm-hmm. way, they are standing on their 10-meter platform listening to the water drip below them, and they could just have to be... Oop, open swim is over, get down off of the high dive, and you are not allowed to play in the playoffs mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So that is a wild experience yeah. for a team with such talent. The scenario, we detailed it yesterday, it's essentially if they win, they're the number two seed and mm-hmm. they're hosting two playoff games and eventually going to go to Baltimore for the AFC Championship game. If they lose, if the Steelers win, mm-hmm. and if the Dolphins obviously beat them, and if the Jaguars win, the Bills are out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that quick. So that's, that's that. Um, I'm going to take... A totally different look at week 18 as okay. we're looking at the top of the standings. Go on. Are we watching Bill Belichick's last wow. game as a New England Ooh. Patriot? And is it going to be called uh, like by the third or fourth crew on CBS or Fox? And is it going to just kind of be with a whimper against the hated Jets? Because there's a lot of things at play here. If this is Belichick's last game as a New England Patriots coach, after 24 years as the coach, mm-hmm. if they lose... And Washington either wins or if the Falcons lose to the like, – there's a chance that the Patriots can go from the fourth overall pick mm-hmm. to the second overall pick, which is a major deal in a draft that's just loaded with quarterbacks. And a loss seems to really benefit the Patriots in a lot of ways as far as the future. Does Belichick want to, A, lose his last game? No, we know that. They've been fighting to the end of the finish. And it's against the hated Jets, who mm-hmm. they've beaten 15 times. I think he loves that. I think he would love to beat the Jets. Yeah. I also would love to see the fire and spirit in this team and how these guys play for him. Mm. They beat Denver. They gave the Bills a game. Mm-hmm. Are they going to beat the Jets 35 to nothing? Mm-hmm. And is this Belichick's send-off from New England? And I don't know where he goes next. That's fine. But if this is Bill Belichick's last game as a New England Patriot... Oof. I can't recall Shula's last game. I can't recall Mm -hmm. Landry's last Mm -hmm. game. I've been working in the industry while Belichick has been the guy, and I want to see how this team fights and plays for him and kind of what those last few minutes on the sidelines will be and if we can tell for sure that this is indeed the last Mm. dance for Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. in New England. There was a number that was floated out midway through the season that we could see upwards of 10 head coaching changes in the Mm -hmm. NFL, and it seems dramatic at times, but we're almost halfway there with knowing who has been relieved of their duties and who is reported to. Do you put Bill Belichick at the top of the list? Do you guys think at this table that it is time for Belichick to start fresh with another team? I think that's the way this entire season has kind of trickled to. I think not only for the team, for Kraft and ownership, but also for Bill. I think he at this point would like to go somewhere else. We were talking about him chasing the record of all-time wins. I don't know that that's happening anytime soon in New England. So I think it might be the best-case scenario to have a fresh start for both sides. I think to your point, even beyond before it even gets there, as you watch that game today, as the clock hits zero, of what the, what is like on that sideline? Are there hugs? Does it have a feeling like it is the last one? Matthew Slater is playing in this game, 16 years with the New England Patriots, so long there with Bill Belichick. This pop-
possibly could be Slater's last game as well. So it'll be very interesting to see not only how Bill handles it, but from an organizational standpoint, how this game is handled and what it's like, the emotions on the sideline. Because if it is his last game, that is just, it seems crazy to think that Bill Belichick is coach's last game. In the also, if, if they lose, and let's say they do end up with the number two pick, do you want this quarterback that you draft to be coming to the league under Bill Belichick and his friends and whoever? Is that, is that really optimal? That's, that's the best place for him to show up and be a superstar? This coach who's been around for a long time, was up there in age. Like, don't you want to put him with someone younger or more with different perspective? I don't know if that's the, if that's the solution for the Patriots mm. either, if they lose. Like, do they want Belichick back? I don't know how this comes to be, but I have a feeling they're going to house the Jets. I think it means a lot mm. to him. I think it does, too. And I don't know what the Jets are playing. I don't, I don't know they what got they got nothing. left. And they look broken. If they win, suddenly the Patriots go from the second, third, or fourth overall pick to, like, the seventh or eighth overall mm. pick. Because all these teams, the Chargers, they have the mm. same record as them. The Giants have the same record. And assuming those teams lose, they'll all hop them. I'll say this on the Belichick stuff. Like, is there a team that we have at the ready? It's like, oh, well, they'll hire him. Mm. That's the other part of it. I think there is, yeah. and I would imagine a mm -hmm. Washington, and I'm not firing Ron Rivera on air right now, but I think there is talk that this might be Rivera's last dance. Like, are, everyone's talking the Chargers. I, yeah, it, and it sounds nice from Belichick. Do the Chargers want to hire Belichick and bring in Belichick to then be the coach? Maybe. You start going through the teams. Like, if the Cowboys flame out in the playoffs, is it join with Jerry and go get those wins? I look at the NFC South. He, whoever he joins in the NFC South, I don't know how those coaching things go, but Atlanta, Tampa Bay, mm -hmm. obviously the Saints, Carolina has an opening. Yeah. If you go to the NFC South with Belichick alone, you're thinking at least seven or eight wins next year. If the win record matters, you've got a shot. So I look at those NFC South teams, owners who all want to win. When you talk about Tepper and Blank and Glazer, and then of course Ms. Benson down in New Orleans, I don't know how those coaching jobs go, but I would look at the NFC South more than some of those shiny objects yeah. that we're talking about. You've been around, Jason, a lot of coaches who mm. have moved on, uh, players, significant players. Your brother kind of being the most recent example. Like, yeah. you're playing, you know the end is near, but how close to the end do you decide, like, it is time to move on? And is Bill Belichick the kind of guy that would have made this decision emotionally already? I don't think you, I don't think he would have made it emotionally already. He was very much so, the phrase he used to say to us, especially as the season's coming to an end, put everything in the drawer, leave it there. Close that drawer, focus on it now, and then yeah. when the season's over, open that drawer. And I, I very much believe that is him. His only focus right now is beating the New York Jets. And you said, I think, he does not like the Jets. Whenever it was New York Jet week, it was a different vibe mm. in the building and everybody knew that so I think he's focused on the here and now as a player I think you go into games like this week 18 for a Matthew Slater for so many veterans of not knowing what tomorrow brings you embrace this moment and you yeah. you let it all in mm -hmm. I was actually talking to Dev this week about it last year his last game was in Buffalo he had an interception two pass breakups he said I walked off the field like it was a pretty good game not a bad one to walk off on mm -hmm. just assuming that, hey this could be the last real one. quick do you remember the last game that Brady played as a Patriot yeah, against yeah. the Titans in the yeah. playoffs. Pick six from your buddy Logan, Logan Ryan. Ryan. Sometimes it doesn't ma it doesn't end in magic. Sometimes mm -hmm. it ends that way, and yep. then you got to start anew. Yeah. Then he went and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. NFC <laughs> South, Peter. Very curious. NFC All right, South. we're gonna keep That's an eye on it. Tart. Do you want even more NFL action this season? Like, if news breaks, you probably should have NFL Plus Premium. Get access to it. Stream live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network game replays, and so much more. And the beauty of it all is that it's all in one place. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Just like exclude. Uh, Ties are excluded. Terms and conditions apply. We're going to get some ties this weekend. Oh, I can't wait. I want a tie it. so bad I can taste Still it. Still to come on Go Money Football. Two, one.
and Josh Allen face off in the AFC East on the line on Sunday. Is this the best quarterback match quarterback match of the weekend? Plus, we're going to preview our first pass of matchups. Mad Minute is next. It's a very high-stakes game. Go. Hello. Plus. The gateway to Trenton. That's right. It's on the sign. It should be. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFC playoff picture still very ripe. The Packers, where they win, they're in, but they play a Bears team that played really well last week. And there is some NFC South intrigue. Yep. You know, the Buccaneers should just beat the Panthers, right? That's no sure. Baker Mayfield's coming in banged up. It might be Kyle Trask. We'll see. And if that happens, Atlanta and New Orleans gets real interesting. Let's see the AFC real quick as we break it down. Ravens are set. They're good. The Dolphins sure aren't. A win, they're the two seed. A loss, they get bumped down to the six, and they head to Arrowhead next week. Mm. Good luck, folks. Uh, And then there's a real quagmire with the AFC South. The winner of the Titans Colts goes to the playoffs in some capacity, but if the Jaguars lose to the Titans, they could be out. And then the the Titans-Texans winner can win the division by hosting a playoff game against the Browns next week. To use a Jerry Jones term, it got fuzzied up there with the playoff picture. It's time for a round of Mad Minute ahead of the Week 18 lineup. We're going to start with the Steelers taking on the Ravens. The Steelers are looking for a playoff spot, and the Ravens are resting their starters. So the number one seed all locked up for the AFC. Peter, where do you go? It's not necessarily a, a Steelers win just yet. I think Jason took us through the history of this. The last Ravens dream season was 2019. They were the one seed. They were rolling. The Steelers played them in the final week of the year. And the Ravens rolled out a backup, Robert Griffin III, and all their backups and were resting, and they beat the Steelers. And in this case, Snoop Huntley's the quarterback for the Ravens, and Snoop Huntley is on a free agent contract. Yeah. Snoop Huntley would love to have a Matt Flynn day, I'll tell you that, which means in the final week of the season, put up huge numbers <laughs> and put on some tape and maybe get a contract next offseason. Snoop Huntley is not going to lay down. Look out. And this pen... It's broken. Wow. It went everywhere. That was gorgeous. It was like a Sonic the Hedgehog with his ring. Trey's coming in hard today. Oh, my goodness. Snoop Huntley. I love it. Uh, I'm looking at Mason Rudolph on the other side. Since he's been the quarterback, they've been over 30 points a game. I want to see if he can keep that rolling. But then also, Trey, you said this, that the Ravens on defense, their leader in points per game, takeaways, and sacks. They could be the first team in NFL history to do that. would be really cool. Steelers get off to a fast start. I feel like the Ravens, if you get down in the second half, all right, it's fine. We're good. If it's close, like, let's steal this win. But if it's if it's 21 to 10 going to the fourth quarter, it's a wrap. Get off to a fast start, you'll win the game. No one wanted to snap any more inanimate objects during that round of mad minutes. All right, next up, you can break your coffee cup next. The Cowboys face the Commanders with a win. The Cowboys clinch the NFC East and the two seed in the NFC. Jason, where do you go? I look at the Commanders. We just talked about Bill Belichick, and you mentioned Ron Rivera. This is probably going to be his last game as a head coach. 
How do they rally? We've already penciled the Cowboys in of winning this game, winning the division. Is, could somehow the commanders under Ron Rivera go in a surge and win this football game? I don't think so, but let's see what they're able to do and possibly his last game. Yeah, Cowboys just execute. Execute, yeah. get the job. Don't give us anything to talk about. I don't need the shot after the game of Jerry surrounded by 56 different microphones. Mm. Just win the game 27 to 16, and then let's figure out how we're going to win that division around. This is a take care of business type week. The last time we saw these teams, the Cowboys were just blowing them out on things. Thanksgiving. Deron Bland was yeah. jumping into the kettle, then Ferguson like was jumping history. into the kettle, then Dak was eating a turkey leg with about 12 minutes <laughs> left to go. Uh, I think the Commanders players have some pride. I don't know what version. They've lost seven straight games, and I don't know what we see from them. To your point, though, the most important thing for the Cowboys, win, yes, secure that too. Mm-hmm. Don't get hurt. Yeah. No injuries. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see many Cowboys. You want to knock on some particle board under here? There it goes. Ooh, okay. <laughs> particle board. And they're nice. on the road, too. Uh, all right. Next up, curious a quarterback case for the Buccaneers. What's curious right now with the. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're taking on the Panthers. The Bucks will clinch the NFC South with a win, which would be their third straight division title. Kyle, but they might not have mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. Panthers, unbelievable stat I saw. They have not had a fourth quarter lead all season. Mm-hmm. And they've won two games. They've never been up in the fourth quarter. Behind. Bizarre thing on the Panthers. I, listen, the game makes me a little nervous. I like the Bucks. I like Baker. This is a terrifying game in the sense that Oh, my God, don't drop the ball here. But Baker's banged up. He got the rib thing. It seems like a grit special for him. Just go out. I don't care if it's three to nothing. Whatever you have to do to win this game. Because if you lose, Peter, this would be in the all-time yeah. top ten worst last season collapses ever. You'll be on the special. And all the guys that always do it, you'll be there. Yeah, Nathan Poole caught that pass in 2003 for a 3-12 and Cardinals team to beat a Vikings team that needed to win it in. And that was in 2003. And we mm. still talk about it on the show. Don't lose to the Panthers. Take care of your best. I don't care if it's Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask should be able to beat the Panthers the way the Panthers have played the last few weeks. That said, this could get real interesting. If they lose, I believe the winner of Saints-Falcons, the Falcons could very potentially (laughs) have a home home playoff game despite their effort last week in Chicago. I love that. Me and Shrek's pulled up to NFL Films this morning. There was a gentleman outside with a sign yelling, Antoine Winfield was a Pro Bowl snub. That was at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes, he had a Levante David jersey on. He wanted us to know, Winfield, I agree with you. Winfield should be in the Pro Bowl. Let's see how these Buccaneers go out and play in this one. That was was interesting for you guys to experience it this morning. New York every single day. No one notices. We go to Mount Laurel. There's a there's a picketing fan for yeah. Antoine Winfield. He wanted, he wanted a picture with Peter Schrager. It's cold outside too. Yeah. Ask him if he got yep. that picture. Uh, the Falcons so are going to have a home game. game. Falcons yeah. Who would they Let's play against? It. They would play against the four five. seed, which would be they would host the Eagles or the five oh seed. They would host. Imagine the Eagles. the Eagles go to Atlanta and lose. Yeah. Mm. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Next up, let's talk about that game. Okay, Falcons Saints. If the Bucks lose, we just talked about that aforementioned matchup. Where do you go for the AFC South NFC South title if the Falcons retain? It. I'm looking at these coaches, too. Yes. I have no confidence that those two owners are going to be like, you know what, you came up one game short, but if you win a division, you're likely safe for next year. Yeah. Arthur Smith has been through the, the, the grind the last few weeks of stories about whether Arthur Blank is in his corner or not. You win a division, I think you're good. If you're the Saints, Dennis Allen's been there all this time as defensive coordinator. This is year number two. They didn't make the playoffs last year. You missed. So I'm very interested to see the efforts that these two teams put in because it might not just be what's going on in Tampa. It's also, hey, how are we performing in a must-win game? And you're talking about both head coaches and their job security. And for Atlanta, who's going to be the quarterback? Heineke has an ankle injury that he's dealing with. He should be ready to go. Desmond Ritter has been a seesaw between those two guys going back and forth the entire game against Chicago last week. Ritter was the guy that finished the game. And then to your point on the other side, Dennis Allen, Dirk. 
Derek Carr has been his guy. Mm-hmm. They were the team that was favored to win the division. It's insane to think they win this game. They could possibly go back and be the winners of the NFC I'll seed my time. All two seconds that I have. You had some FaceTime with Arthur, or with Coach Smith lately. What's what's his life? What's he like right now? He, you know how the head coaches do. He's in the moment. But I, I will say Arthur was candid and honest with us about just how the season has gone. Little frosty? The quarterback position and trying to figure out a way to get that thing going. So you could tell he's a fiery guy and you could see that passion. And then they went out there last Sunday. They didn't play well at mm-hmm. all. So That's because you were on the broadcast for Falcons Bears last yeah. weekend. Let's talk Bears for this round. The Bears take on the Packers. Kyle has called it, what, the biggest game uh, of the Bears, at least, history? Well, I, they've had bigger games, but I think it's the biggest game of Justin Fields' career. Justin Fields' career. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'll make the case, James. Super Bowl twenty. I was there. Patriots, Bears, New Orleans. I think this is a bigger game. I really do. I'm going <laughs> to talk about this a lot today. The Packers, here the Packers, like, like we got to win this game. We're going to win the playoffs. And yet, why does it feel like it's bigger for the Bears? Justin Fields needs to have a day to determine his entire playoff future, his entire career future. Huge game. Yeah, and from the Packers side of it, you have this amazing win on Sunday night. Everyone feels like, oh, my God, Justin Love, uh, Jordan Love had his best game of the mm. season. And yet here we are again. I think we'll save some of the conversation for later in yeah. the show. But they lost last year week 18 against a team that mm. was playing for nothing, the Detroit Lions. They lost at home in front of everyone. And here we go. Same exact yeah. scenario yeah. this year. Same coach, different quarterback, same coach. Does history repeat itself? And to the Green Bay Packers, the last few weeks they've been in this situation where they've had to continue to win to continue to be in that conversation and they have come up big and it's been some of Jordan Love's best games so I think it's exciting time to be a Packers fan because you think about it at the beginning of the season we're like well what is this Jordan Love guy going to be and all of a sudden he's a guy that is playing in the last game to get his team into Mm. the playoffs. Coming up uh, legacy talk for Josh Allen is that where we're going week 18 because the Bills play the Dolphins and you can't put legacy without Josh Allen this weekend. Let's go. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. a new game, shall we? Sure. This one on for size 18 and over. Welcome here. Week 18 is almost here. Before we wrap up the regular season, let's break out the whiteboards. You like that? Uh, And preview the big weekend ahead with a new segment we're going to call 18 and over. Peter, Jason, Kyle will be the order of business. Stop giggling. There are a ton of fantastic games this weekend, but let's focus on the quarterbacks. So fun there. Your favorite quarterback matchup, Peter, of week 18 is? I've got got Justin Fields versus Jordan Love. There's so much intrigue here. We started the season week one. Fox sent their number one crew for this, and it was like, which one of these quarterbacks is going to seize the NFC North crown? And obviously it ended up being golf, but yeah. the truth of the matter is, Fields is playing for a lot. Love is playing for a lot. And gosh, if Fields can beat Love in the playoff, uh, Fields can beat Love in week 18, there's a real opportunity for them to make this happen. And that suddenly we have an entire situation where the Packers are not going to Super Bowl for a second straight year. And then suddenly we have a, a deal where 
Chicago is the other, it's got an all offseason, and Fields is going to be the guy that everyone's talking about as, hey, the future of the team and the quarterback. So, I go Fields versus Love. I love that. Uh, those two guys playing for so much, although only one is has a chance at the playoff fields playing for so much. I'm going with the big game that's going to cap it all off. I'm going with Tua and Josh Allen. This is the matchup we all want to see. Josh Allen has been dominant against the Miami Dolphins, but it is this season. Tua is the Pro Bowl guy. Buffalo Bills fans are pissed because they're saying Josh Allen was snubbed. Who cares? These two guys, no matter what Tua does, we go into this game, and all everybody is talking about is what Josh Allen can do. The heroics and all this, that, and the third. I want to see these two guys matched up. Can Tua come back. You talked about a few years ago it was this game against the Buffalo Bills where the Dolphins had a chance to go into the playoffs. Tua didn't play great at all. There's another huge opportunity. Winner has the division. This is the biggest matchup of the week. I want to see how these two quarterbacks perform. 18 and over, I just, I'm just taking me to spring break. <laughs> I saw to go your, to these your, places. Your face and, and it'd be like a guy in a microphone and be like, 18 to party, 21 to drink. And like then I'd be like, can I have a test tube shot? And you get a bracelet yeah. that says 18. Mm, I yes. like that. You know, there's a young ladies that promotion you know, with the trays. I, I, I just, hey, it takes me back. Uh, uh, any three-day weekend, yes. like Martin Luther King weekend, on, President's on, weekend, on, weekend on, Veterans Day, there was something in New Jersey called Hunkabunka in Sayreville, New Jersey. <laughs> Hunkabunka in Sayreville. burning love. And in Hunkabunka, it was always for 21s. Yeah. But those three-day weekends, those Sunday nights, 18 to party, 21 baby. to drink. The entire town of Freehold would come flooding into Sayreville. And let me tell you something, we made our mark. What was the yes. name of it? Hunka Bunka. Hunka Bunka. Schrager just oh, yeah. cleaning up. Woo. All right, we got it, folks. <laughs> Darnold versus Wentz. We Peter made put this into the ether a few <laughs> days ago. Like Peter, you're on, on Monday. We might be getting in Niners Rams Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. Remember this year, we were, we've been having fun with the Madden Ultimate Team Edition, where there's this part of Madden in the game where you go into this bizarre world where it's like Dak Prescott is on the Broncos and oh, yeah. uh, Josh Allen plays for the Eagles. If you would go back to the world a few years ago and be like, check it, we're going to get Darnold versus Wentz. Like, oh, great, like Jets, Eagles? No, 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 no. Nope. Not even nope. not even remotely close. That was like 12 teams later. This is a weird, bizarro quarterback cosplay. Sam Darnold on the Niners versus Carson Wentz on the Rams. It's if you like football, and we're here at NFL Films, we love football. This is big-time nerd geek bizarre stuff, <laughs> and I'm going to be watching every single down. 18 to party, 21 to drink. Let's go. Let's go. Give me some vanilla. Stoli. Yeah. <laughs> so the irony is, is that you were on Wheel of Fortune, Kyle, recently, yeah. but Peter has b purchased a few extra vowels uh, when he has so eloquently explained over the last couple weeks all the different permutations. Because I feel like he's got an EA and a U yeah. and permutations. 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 That's not it, but that you made it your own. You yeah. have made it your own. We appreciate it here for week 18. That's going to have a massive impact on the immediate, not so immediate future. Week 18 matchup that you think will change the playoff seating and draft order the okay. most in your permutations. Okay. So I think we're all talking about this Stafford versus Goff week, well, wild card yeah, week. I can't wait for the B-roll to start in this, Peter. It's just Who knows what's going to happen? I'm just staring at my microphone. <laughs> Sorry. I, I enjoyed That's it. That's inside talk there. Very inside You should have seen talk. what was happening during Peter's last uh, we dissertation. Hear it. He's a pro. <laughs> my apologies to all. In set, out of set, at home, having to watch that. Um, let me see. this. someone, Peter. <laughs> I know. Peter <laughs> actually <laughs> pays someone. <laughs> I, I think I, there was an assault. I apologize. Um, 49ers versus, I'm your A2. Uh, 49ers versus Rams. All right. Let me explain something. We might get Packers, Cowboys, but we also might get Rams, Cowboys, week one in the wild card. If the Rams don't play anybody and the 49ers win, they and, and then the Packers win, 
Packers are the six. They go to Detroit for the first round. Oh. And it's the Rams going to Dallas. Really interesting deal. And I don't think McVay wants to play any starters. I don't think McVay wants to show anything. You're going to get Nakua for about three minutes. But, like, I don't think the Rams want to show anything to anybody. I don't think the Niners want to show anything to anybody. This might be one of the most futile offensive game plans you've ever seen. (laughs) Niners versus Rams with two offensive geniuses trying to be as vanilla as possible. (laughs) Carson Wentz, go out there and just run. That might be the game plan for the Rams. Go out there and just run. Uh, We are all excited for... Stafford's return to Detroit and Goff and McVay going up yeah. against Goff. I don't think we get it. I think the 49ers win this game. I think the Packers might win. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be Rams going to Dallas in the first round and not to Detroit. Okay. Have you spent, since we talked about it, have you guys spent any time on Carson Wentz's Instagram? No. no. Yeah. What do we he likes to hunt. <laughs> he likes more to take pictures. More of hunting? I'm telling you, like there, sometimes here in Mount Laurel, there's a bunch of Canada geese outside. He would just go outside, just clean them up. They'd yeah. be gone. <laughs> he likes them. He likes killing birds. Killing them. That's it. And you would to just line yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. In order to, to do what he does, I, I've seen pictures of him in front of like a hundred ducks, like just <laughs> like nailed to a wall. What are you going out there with a minigun, Carson? How the, I thought it was supposed to be that. Just a fire. How can you kill that many ducks? In one place? It's unbelievable. And that's on the small end of the spectrum. There are some large animals uh, on his Instagram. Yeah, there's those well. two. Sad. Those two. Not my thing. <laughs> Bears Packers is the matchup the that's going to decide free draft country. and playoff different things. We have a Packers playoff berth as Peter just he told you guys all plain and simple. They could be playing wild cards the whole nine and third. All right. On the other side, the Bears, the draft, this game could mean so much. Obviously, with the first overall pick, if Justin Fields goes out there and balls, what they do with that pick. They also have a top 10 pick, possibly with just their own record of their own first round pick. So there's implications with that as well in this game. When you talk about the playoffs and the draft, this is the game because all offseason, we're going to be talking about that first overall pick. And some of that, all of that could be decided this week and what they do with it. Fields can be pretty stoic, some might say. Say robotic. Yeah. Isn't he just so sick of hearing about this crap? My yeah. God. I'm going to talk to Justin Fields a little bit later. Here, uh, on Saturday night, I'm going to order some food in. I'm going to sit on the couch and watch football, and I'm going to order Thai food because I want Colts versus Texans to end in a tie. This is the one I want, okay? <laughs> Do you understand the mass hysteria if Colts Texans ends 16 to 16? It's, it's going to be start stockpiling shotgun shells and canned foods and everything. Peter, just give us a little, just yeah. a tiny taste of the ramifications of we Colts Texas winning in a tie. Winning the, well, either one, winning in, they're, they're, they're in, yes. right? But a tie blows this whole thing up and can mess up everyone's playoff scenarios because a tie would totally put the Bills at risk, the Steelers at risk, mm, and then, so most importantly, the Jaguars at How risk. How about your boy Kornacki at the end in a tie? Oh, trust me. Come on now. He's a sleeves <laughs> I'm ordering Thai Saturday night, Jamie, thai. in honor of a Thai, right? Beautiful. That's what I, I want. I appreciate Thank that, you. and I was going to say, so different than your normal Saturday nights that you tell me. Yeah, about. right. <laughs> uh, we always strive for perfection on this show. As you can see, within the minute, we just saw it with, with Peter. I mean, like, it happens, but people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake yesterday. I'm you did? I blame it on pregnant brain, but it happened. I went to go say Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally said a completely different quarterback, and it triggered a memory for all of you. Take mm-hmm. a listen. Rams Niners week 18 since both teams have their seeds all locked up your starting quarterbacks in this matchup will be Carson Wentz mm-hmm. <laughs> go on this is great I love and guys. Sam Bradford Sam Darnold Sam Darnold that'd be crazy I know imagine it was Bradford my, my, my imagine it was Flacco oh. good trivia what was the last team Sam Bradford took a snap for 
The Eagles. No. The Vikings. What's the Vikings? You said before the 49s. It would be for no, Bradford. Forget Bradford. Oh, Bradford. 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 I'm, we can't I'm do it. We're talking about Sam Bradford. Um, Week 18 of the 20s. I, I said the Vikings. I don't know. Cardinals. He was the Cardinals quarterback. No. No. Rewatching that no. was like a car crash for me. And what's beautiful about the show, you make a mistake, you don't live it down. People just keep bringing it up. And then it becomes a topic of conversation. Bradford's been out of the league since 2018, but hearing his name, it got us thinking. <laughs> Which random quarterback from the last 20 years would you like to see get Ooh. one more start this weekend in the NFL? The last that's 20 years you're giving us. Yeah, okay, I'm trying to think here. Let's this. go here. All right, here's here's where I'm going. You're just gonna go oh. Charlie Whitehurst or where you? I was thinking about, about clipboard. I did too. No joke. Charlie. Clipboard Jesus Latine. came up, and I was I thinking about too. Charlie. I love Charlie. It's crazy. We all thought that. 43 year old guy uh-huh. who I see every week, and is still in incredible shape, uh-huh. and still can move and throw the ball. I think Michael Vick can go one more game. Go on. I think if you put Michael Vick on any of these teams that are, you know, eliminated or are likely eliminated and say, we need one game out of you, Michael Vick can still run and make one of these plays. Michael Vick can still throw and make one of these plays. Mm. Vick is still training. I know he is in great shape. I see him at Fox every single weekend. And I think he can still go. I, you know, Testaverde, I think, played at 44. I think Brady played at 45, 46 maybe, Brady, last year. Yeah. Michael Vick has one more game in him. He can move, he can still do it, and he's still got the mentals. I would say Michael Vick, one more game. I would love to see Michael Vick on the, the Lions-Vikings game. Suit up for the Vikings this week. Sure. I called the flag football game a couple years ago, oh, Vick versus Favre, and Vick was the quarterback. Missiles. <laughs> Absolutely. Zoom. Like, missiles. He looked incredible. He could do it. Charlie Whitehurst used to shower with his hat on backwards. Why? When we were teaming. The hair? I have no, I, I have no idea why, but uh, I love no Charlie way. Whitehurst. He's not my quarterback. I'm going with, I'm going with okay. V.Y. Vince Young. <laughs> he was my teammate when I first got to Tennessee. This guy was electric. He was so much fun. So much charisma in the locker room. Everything that he had to do with this guy was a Pro Bowl. And it, he was just on the sideline for the Texas game. Great beard made me feel really old. I was playing with this guy when I was in college, NCAA. Then got to be teammates with him. Yeah. VY, Vince Young, taking the field again. I don't care which team. Maybe he goes and plays for the Texans, a Houston guy. Let's see him on I almost field. said Whitehurst. I almost said Young. I, I, wow. Maybe I'll go Billy Volek. No, I, I got... <laughs> Who got you then? Things need to be made right with this guy. He's got some things to make right. Maybe us in the media have some things to make right. I think this is the number one of all. All time. Yeah. It's Marcus Russell, still more. potentially the most talented quarterback to ever come out, and you know how it ended. Raiders, Al Davis, uh, Lane Kiffin, just a disaster. And you saw recently he came out and wrote this post for The Athletic, and he just talked all about his – it was called, Y'all Don't Know a Damn Thing About Jamarcus Russell. Mm. He talked about his weight. He talked about Purple Drank. He talked about all of it. And I, I think he became, in so many ways, he was such a punching bag. Like, I'm looking even through his wiki, and it's like – in 2013, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported Russell had returned to his rookie weight. Like, it was so much tracking of his weight and his this and that. Still allegedly could, say, you know, be on his knees and throw it 300 yards through the uprights. I miss Jamarcus and what he could have been. Jamarcus Russell, I'd like to see it. People so badly wanted a reason or an excuse why it, like, wasn't going well for him. And it was just like, let's just pick apart his entire life. Yeah, like, it didn't help that he held out his entire same. rookie camp. That was tough. Yes. That's entire up, first 80 training. pounds overweight. That, that was tough. Good. That, that seemed very uh, therapeutic for you all. I mean, real quick, we got a lot of tweets about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I agree. He's done with Amazon. I'd like to see Fitzy one more time. What's up, Fitz For magic. the season. Not done. Yeah. Really. I'm good with Fitz. He's where he belongs right now. Well, I think Fitzy's done with Amazon last <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.